everyone, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gentlemen Overlords. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. Fellas, it's... Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's May. <laughs> beautiful day. It's May. See you it's again. beautiful out. Uh, nice to see you guys. Um, wow, what a what a day, right? So much stuff oh, happened. Mm-hmm. Um, this is of course May twenty sixth that we're talking here. That these all come out live, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're listening to this, is when we're recording it. It's a pain to edit, but we feel like it's just better for the listener. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so guys, let's talk about some of these movies that we've seen. Don't you forget about me. Look my way, girl. Something <laughs> breakfast. Movies we've seen. Some movies. Uh, of course, we're talking about uh, Maria Menounos' show before each movie that comes out at the movie theater. Mm. Movies. We, we love them. We love them. Uh, Robert, uh, uh, lead us off. What have you seen? I have seen, uh, I think I rewatched it last year, and I, or, I don't think I watched it this year already. I think I but I rewatched it fairly recently. Uh, the Quick and the Dead, the Sam Raimi Western, uh, purposely because... Now, what uh, would have inspired you to watch a Sam Raimi movie? Well, the Blank Check podcast is going through his filmography, and this was just prior to uh, Doctor Strange Mom coming out. <laughs> so I wanted to watch another Raimi flick. Um I uh, loved Quick and the Dead. I think I already uh, praised it highly the last time no, I was I talking really, about it. I don't huh? think I realized it was Sam Raimi who did who directed that one. Uh, it's got so many. It's so Raimi though. It's got so much uh, Raimi stuff. I don't think I knew what Raimi what what like what who made he was Raimi what he was. was. Sounds like a personal problem that you need to work on. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, um, I remember liking it a lot, but it uh, is. It's it's really really good. Um. So watched that, uh, and then I and then went on to watch Doctor Strange, which we will maybe talk about in a future episode. So I won't get too deep into it, but I enjoyed myself and uh, excited to hear what you guys think of it as well. Um, I watched uh, Constantine while we were out of town. That was on in the hotel room. The Keanu Reeves Constantine. <clears throat> the Keanu Reeves Constantine. Is it worth watching? Is it any good? I I thought it was uh it's fine. It's like it's kind of doing some fun stuff, especially for the time. And this is the first time you've watched it? Uh no, I'd seen it before like a couple of times, but it's definitely been a few years. Um yeah, it was kind of like one of those weird comic book adaptations that uh I don't know. I feel like it maybe gets a worse rap because it just felt like there were so many weird ones coming out at the time. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It kind of a, I can't, it's kind of a lukewarm recommendation, but I still think it's worth like revisiting. Mm-hmm. Um, finally watched on the plane back from the trip, Venom, let there be carnage. Oh boy. Ooh, Here we go. Baby, and I baby. feel, 
maybe I talked with you guys before we recorded a mini or something. I thought I said I'd seen it to you guys or told you about it, but you said um, it was in a text. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I know I didn't talk about it on the main app, but um, I uh, good thing I was on a plane because I would have walked out. Uh, No, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. Uh, I didn't really like the Cletus Cassidy stuff. I thought it was really sped up and very silly how he's like spoiler alert, but he's like, he's apparently like, just wishes that Eddie Brock would be his like friend, but like, you just, you just didn't like what they did with his hair. You preferred. What I am mad that they the got first. rid of the funny hair from the last <laughs> movie. Like Pennywise the clown. I, I can, I can divorce hair. myself from that. I don't know. I just thought it was very, it was very weird. Also funny to see like, they have like Woody Harrelson's voice on like him in 1996 as like a teenager. I thought that was such <laughs> a weird decision. I mean, I, I think I talked about it when Max and I talked about the movie that like there is footage of Woody Harrelson from 1996 that they can like, like use well, over. They, there's no like, way they had the budget to do any sort of like how they did Robert Downey Jr. Young and like the hologram or whatever. It's, it, I they just it's don't just, think they could make it work. It's just but so it's, weird because like footage of him exists from that time. It's more, like, he's but it's also in, more, it should have just been like, yeah, like was he on Cheers or something? It should have just been like that. Um, I think like he, I mean like almost like a movie that this is like, that like the Cletus Cassidy is almost like a spiritual successor to like Natural Born Killers was out around that time, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. So just like um, they have to like weirdly have like him with like shots of Juliet Lewis, like they can't they can't remove. They're just like it would have been less jarring to have it just be like obviously that guy with red hair grows up to be Woody Harrelson and have it just be like his voice sounds a little different. Like yeah. it doesn't, it's not necessary. Instead of just like it being um, Woody Harrelson, yeah. Also, just like oh, what how tragic two star-crossed lovers, one of them becomes a symbiote host and the other one has the power to hurt symbiotes. Oh. So that's tale as old as time. Um, very clunky at the ending with uh, the kind of post credit stuff. I I liked the Eddie Brock Venom stuff, but mm. it's annoying that then like the plot is that they disconnect and go apart. I'm like, that was the part that was working the best. I think that was the part that worked the best in the first one too. Was just like you mean like like the, like thirty minutes in the middle of the movie where they're not together. Yeah, it's just like that's what I thought we were gonna get more of is like them like together and quarreling and like learning how to like, you know, fight better together and, you know, work with one another. You know, Robert, I hate to, I hate to, to play devil's advocate with you on here, but I do think that them being apart is actually what proves that they're actually a good team together. Oh my God. So I believe you owe the movie an apology, Andy Serkis an apology, uh, Tom Hardy an apology. That's what, that's another one where I was like, Andy Serkis directed this so weird. Is that his directorial debut too? I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's directed other things, but I could be wrong. I could look on um, this internet phone of mine. Yeah. So anyway, that was that. Um, uh, what else did I watch? Oh, I rewatched John Wick because I'd seen it years ago and I thought it was pretty good, but I haven't seen the sequels and I want to watch those because there's probably going to be like a fourth one soon, right? I think so. So the, I just wanted the, to kind of catch up. What's, um, what's uh, Manzuka's name from it? The TikTok man? That's in the, I believe that's in three is Manzukas, yeah. the TikTok man or yeah. whatever, um, which I, I have no even contacts for. I'm, I, I don't know how much crazier it goes after the first one. I just know that people like the sequels. So, is um, TikTok man like the website or like a clock sound? Both. Yeah. Weirdly, he is, both. He is yeah. a web. He is a website. Um. 
man, I also wish Venom had like Spider-Man powers, like could shoot out webs and swing. It's so funny that like when he runs around, he's like destroying buildings every time he moves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just like can't not mess everything up. Um, anyway, John Wick. Then I watched. Um, so we had gotten back from the East Coast. We visited Salem, uh, Massachusetts, and um, our uh, sister-in-law came over with uh, themed snacks, and we watched two witchy movies. We watched The Blair Witch Project and The Crucible. <laughs> um, very different as far as realism and historical events and whatnot, but uh, uh, yeah, that was a good time. I hadn't seen The Crucible in a long time. I feel like I get around to uh, Blair Witch like maybe once a year, once every year or two, mm -hmm. just because I really enjoy it. Um, but Crucible is good, great performances, um, and sad to know kind of like even more of the real history of the witch trials and all the crap that went on and people uh, who were so pious that they could never possibly admit that they had, you know, done anything, had anything to do with the devil. And if they did, they would live, but they were so religious that they would, they would assume they would go to hell. So, so many people died that were innocent just because they could not say that. Uh, and a few people sort of caught on and were like, er, yeah, I, I like signed the devil's book. And then those people were there and then they lived long lives. Did they go to hell? Probably, but who knows? Um, it's just wild to think of uh, all that kind of grim. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the movie was great. <laughs> Hopefully um, Salem's changed a bit since then. <laughs> no, you'd be surprised actually. <laughs> Uh, so I'm pretty interested in the themed foods. That the you themed had. foods were, uh, and maybe I can uh, I can send you guys photos at some point. But uh, it was little like the uh, string cheese is cut in half and then like fanned out like the brushes of a broom and then like mm -hmm. in the top like a little pretzel stick stuck. So they're little like uh, brooms, uh, which oh, is boy. what witches would use to yes, that's right, sweep their floor. Yes, of course, mm -hmm. historically, famous. Um, and then there was a uh, kind of an, a seven-layer dip that had like tortilla chip headstones of the different people that were tried and, and uh, hung and then buried in Salem. Yeah, that's pretty. You hate that. And if you um, dipped your chip in and it sank down to the bottom, then it was good enough to eat. Yeah. Otherwise, you toss it out. It was really impressive. There was even like, I don't know if it was like out of a big pita or something, but like these big like trees that were stuck in the back that were all like cool limbs and stuff sticking out of them. And I think she must've just like cut that out and then baked it. It's really cool looking. Um, and I think a pretty cool way to honor the people. That, <laughs> um, and then the, the third one was a, an ice cream sort of cake. It was in a shallow dish and it had like, maybe like like almost like drumstick cones, like with the ends cut off and then like stuck upside down, like little, uh, stumps or protrusions and it was uh giles Corey, who was a man in uh <sighs> who was uh basically also unwilling to like admit that he had uh basically he wouldn't admit like anything he was like i refuse to speak like on trial so they brought back this antiquated law that i believe was the first and last time it would ever be used as punishment in america which is so uh, far so, so far, far. Yeah, so that's far right. that's right fingers crossed uh which is uh pressing and that is when they bury a little hole and they set you down in it and they put boards across you and then they put stones on you. And then every hour they add a stone and then like ask you to like confess or say whatever. And uh, according to legend, he all he would say was more weight. 
And so they kept putting rocks on him until uh, couldn't take it anymore. And then he died three days later. Pretty awful. Uh, and that was our dessert. Mm. Uh, the person, very the good. person putting the stones on was actually named Alexander Moore. And so he was saying, Moore, wait, don't put it. Oh, oh man, you got to have that comma. Um, good stuff. Good movies. And uh, the last thing I watched was Nobody starring Bob Okie Dokie Kirk. Okie Dokie. Uh, that was great. That had been on my list for a while. Finally sat down and watched it. Didn't know uh, that uh, Doc Brown is in it. That's right. Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was kind of that was kind of fun. And um, yeah, I enjoyed that one. I don't want to say too much because I think folks probably like it. But it is like it's kind of a, you know, not quite so John Wicky, not that all that dramatic, but it is sort of hidden past and he kind of rages out and then the people get on his case and come for him. So it's good stuff. I would, I would recommend it. Yeah. I think, uh, it was definitely like the, the promotional material definitely made it look very John wicky. Like it's, there's been a lot of those movies ever since taken. It's like taken, uh, the equalizer, nobody John wick. It's like these like sort of aging actors, like getting like one, one more round of like, you know, not that like, uh, Odin Kirk was ever like a badass action star, but like they're all getting like one more pass at like being like the you know the fucking man, dude. Mm-hmm. Is that like the um, Hollywood midlife crisis? Yeah, sort of. It's a, it's the uh, if there weren't four diehards before it, it would have been the fifth diehard kind of thing for for B Dub. Max, what are you seeing? I saw about one-tenth of what Robert saw. <laughs> uh, I watched one-tenth of every single movie that he wow, watched. Wow, <laughs> really? That must have been interesting. Uh, I saw Sonic 2. Okay. Oh, okay. And um, I recommend watching Sonic 1. <laughs> I, I think this one was... Uh, I was surprised. Maybe it's because I was expecting more, right? The first mm-hmm. one... I was expecting absolutely nothing but yeah. trash and it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Right. They did some things wrong. They called just a normal ass city green Hill rather than having a cool green Hill zone. And uh, it wasn't like on a two dimensional plane. They didn't have a bunch of loops. <laughs> I just mean like that whole idea of, Oh, it's the real world. And they're like entering the real world. But also I don't remember much about the first movie because in the second movie, they introduced early on this, owl character that apparently was in the first movie and it's like the last person sonic sees to like get him through the dimensional ring like yeah she's like go go it's like his teacher or mentor or something or yeah and uh he's like mourning the loss of his teacher and i'm like who the fucking hell is this <laughs> like and, and they're like trying really hard to make it heartwarming and touching uh-huh and i was just like was there an owl in the last movie i don't remember that that's on you dude you gotta do your homework <laughs> Also, um, like, okay, well, here's the other question, though. Like, is there an owl character in the games? Because I don't remember that at all. I feel like there's I, a ton of Sonic characters. I don't remember owls. I know there are, like, tiny little owls that pop out of the robots that you, wow. pop, like, destroy. They're, like, little forest creatures. Squirrels and chipmunks and owls and birds and stuff. Hmm. We're going to have to do some more investigation on this. I think so. But it's really weird seeing, hearing Idris Elba's voice come out of Knuckles. Now, did he do as he described, which is he claims he, he wasn't trying to make Knuckles sexy. Do you agree? Oh, he, he, it's the first thing that Idris Elba has ever failed at. <laughs> just, 
Uh, I mean, uh, I personally wouldn't, but uh, you know, I, I know that there's plenty of folks on Deviant Art that would. Uh, yeah, how pregnant was Sonic in this movie? <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I wasn't. I kind of don't want spoilers, but because they've shown in the trailer like a Chaos Emerald, mm -hmm. I was curious if there was a Super Sonic at all. But I maybe maybe he just touches a Chaos Emerald and gets like a power up. I I would love to see Super Sonic sometime. That'd be that'd be pretty dope. So you're just saying this, you don't want me to respond. I'm sort it of putting like... it out there and I'm saying like, maybe I don't want to know, but it would be cool is what I'm saying. Okay. And I will, <laughs> I will say nothing to that. It seems like I shouldn't. Hmm. Um, but also Jim Carrey is too much again. Oh. And uh, he looks a bit more like Dr. Robotnik, but it's weird that they didn't like that he's so scrawny. It's it's very strange seeing Eggman be a yeah. He should have done like guy. a Christian Bale and like gained a ton of weight in a very specific way to like fill out the suit. They they could have even done the suit. Uh, it would have been fine. Like I they, feel like there's they, a way to like he's lost in another dimension exactly. at the beginning. So like you could have been like I ate these weird planet. mushrooms and they made me like balloon up or something. Like yeah, something to match. I mean they they got the um, the mustache the mustache matching and at some point he rides in a vehicle that seems like it's from the games yeah but... it looked like his stuff was less droney and more like yeah the kind of stuff you're 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 spin dashing off of it's, in the game yeah it's weird because it still does feel droney a lot of it uh but there are a couple nods to it there are some drones that are shaped like bees okay that's stuff. awesome yeah. okay i'm sold I would, I would but, like... but there's there's still like the ipod white color which is strange. Um, I have an oh, update okay. on on the owl. Longclaw the owl is the character's uh -huh. name. First appearance, Sonic the Hedgehog, the film. They made him up for the movie. Ugh. Not even what? sticking with the original <laughs> canon, dude. That's not nostalgia. I cannot connect but, to a new but, character. But now he's appeared in Sonic Dash and Sonic Forces Speed Battle. So I'm he's back in, in the game, baby. He's, he's I love him in now, it. Man. In it now. I, I My shirt says Longclaw now. <laughs> And this was an old Game of Thrones shirt. Uh, shirt. This was for uh, this was Jon Snow's sword. It's Longclaw, but now now Longclaw the owl, baby. Now it means it's Sonic. Yes, baby. I can't wait for that crossover. I think it's gonna happen in the. I hope like they don't Smash even do a Bros. Sonic three, and they just have like a Longclaw movie. <laughs> Tails looks weird in this one. That's a bummer because I was excited for there to be Tails finally. Uh, does yeah. he look like ugly Sonic with like the weird teeth and <laughs> yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah, they really they used the it. old model that they had made already. Yeah, he's blue. It's really weird. <laughs> <clears throat> he, it no doesn't tails. have a tail, huh? <laughs> Wait, oh, it's just the Sonic model. Okay. No, he just his face is like a little bit smushed in, and maybe that's kind of like the design of normal Tails, but it looks weird to me. He's like a little fox. I feel like there should be more of a snout than Sonic has. That's what I feel. That's what I feel. See, but... why don't they come to the fans? <laughs> you and me, who don't know Longclaw. Because yeah. we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Because Longclaw doesn't exist. That means you're real fans. If you don't know who Longclaw is, you are real yeah. fans of Sonic the Hedgehog. That's what I think. If, if I call the studio and I try and get a call, they're like, you know who Longclaw is? I'm like, who the fuck are you talking about? They're like, get him in here. Put him on speakerphone. Get him in here. Uh, what else you seen? Uh, I watched about half of the movie Operation Mincemeat. Uh, so should, when I'm putting this the operation in, yeah. part, should I? Yeah. Yeah, when I'm putting this in the show notes of his Operation Mint, <laughs> <laughs> to, and then dot 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 to be continued. Yeah, I, yeah, I will watch the rest of it, but uh, like haven't yet. <laughs> it was getting pretty late last night, so we had to stop. But it's a uh, British 
spy movie where they're like trying to convince the Nazis that they're not going to a place that they are going. And so they have to set up some something to throw them off the scent. And it, it has uh, Colin Firth. It has uh, a lady from Downton Abbey and one from everyone's favorite Boardwalk Empire, Margaret Schroeder. Uh, I forget the actress's name, Kelly McDonald, maybe? That seems right. Something similar to that. Um, but so far, the movie is uh, pretty slow, and uh, I don't know if I like it. Uh, it seems kind of boring, a little bit like less on the spy side, more on just like weird British romance, which is like side. nothing's happening. Almost like they're thinking about holding hands. You can tell by the way they <laughs> like avoid each other that they wanted to hold each other's hands but didn't. Cute. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so far, it's been an hour of that, uh-huh. and uh, we'll see what the next hour. Uh, do you mind if I? Do you mind if I? Never mind. Never mind. It's my call. I suppose during Operation Minspeed, we might hold hands. Uh, but that's that's all I've watched. Uh, After that one, I was like, no more movies. No more movies. I'm done with the movies forever. Uh, this medium I, is done. I also saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Robert. And uh, uh, I almost texted you right away, but I was like, I'm just going to save this because we will talk about it on air sometime. And I. And I, man, I no, you don't. I just text and i feel you... like i feel like i got a fresh take on this movie that has not been touched upon yet so listeners Ow. you're getting a tease right here it's a gentleman overlook exclusive andrew's got a hot take simmering and it will be unloaded on this podcast only wow and if you want to hear about it sooner contact disney plus and tell them <laughs> get to get them put upload their fucking this movie on disney plus and that's yeah, and green light Andrew's show, hot take a hashi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Disney Plus, it's where yeah. I eat hot vegan wings and talk about movies. And it's a limited series, but they ordered 128 episodes yes. to begin with. Hell so. yeah. It's like the th- it's a f- the fourth season of uh, Comedy Bang Bang on IFC. Yes. Um so I saw that and uh we will talk about it sometime in the future. And um the other thing I watched was a movie made by a schoolmate of ours, Robert, Jesse Harris. I watched uh, Bore- Borrego. Is that how it's yeah, pronounced? Yeah, you watch it. You should know. Uh, <laughs> it is a, it's a movie on Netflix now um, starring Lucy Hale. Jesse Harris went to Ballard. Um, he's a filmmaker. He's, uh, so it's a movie set in Southern California, kind of on the border between California and Mexico. Lucy Hale plays a botanist who is studying plants down there and she gets kind of caught up in a like a uh, a drug mule basically crashes his plane in the desert. She goes to like check and see if he's okay and then he kidnaps her and they are kind of making their way through the desert to this meet meet up with the drug dealer. Meanwhile, like uh, a local sheriff is looking for them. So it's like a pretty sparse casting. There's like five characters in the movie, but it's really good. Um very tense movie um yeah really good it out on it's on netflix um and i was i mean like like i personally know jesse i haven't talked to him in in a while but like i i knew him in high school and so like it's really cool to see somebody who i have like a connection with it's like the number three movie on netflix right now damn so 
was pretty impressed, no, and it was good. N- number four is Operation Mincemeat. That's right, yeah. Creeping up. So all the, yeah, once you finish Operation Mincemeat, then the algorithm will push it above uh, Borrego. So I'll go watch Jesse. Uh, yeah. So, sorry, Jesse. Sorry, I watched Operation Mincemeat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Knock, dude. Knocked you off. Um, but I, I haven't finished it yet. Maybe I'll just go watch Jesse's before yeah. and not finish it. Yeah. But it was, it was good. I, I recommend it, especially if you're into like suspenseful thrillers. It's I, I think it's like for some reason I thought it, it was like a horror movie, but it's it's there's no real horror elements to it. It's more just kind of a tense thriller. But it was good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I know. Anyways, let's talk. Uh, uh, before well, we before we continue, I oh. totally forgot. I also watched Encanto. Oh. What do you yeah. think? Son of a bitch. I thought it was I thought it was good. I, uh I I feel like I'm I'm reaching my limit of Lynn Manuel Miranda. I think there was like it's very clearly him. I didn't like I didn't realize that it was him until I started watching it and then every song I was like, "Oh, they're doing the Lynn Manuel Miranda thing." And I looked it up and I uh, yeah, of course it's him. Mm-hmm. Uh but it was still uh pretty touching. I think at parts and and very well animated and I thought it was a cute little story. Um, although it is weird, they have the main character who's like so disappointed that she didn't get any powers, but um, there's like also an entire city filled with people who like never had the option of getting powers, and she's just kind of sure. Like, she's like, ah, I'm just one of those assholes. Uh-huh. But it would suck to be like in a superpowered family that then also was the only person that didn't get it too. So yeah, I think it's just weird. Because... And she wasn't like mean to the people who didn't have powers because no. she didn't. She was just like. It was just like, but it was like if you feel like the black sheep in your family, or like you're like the 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 baby, and people don't respect you as much, and except that like instead of just having different talents or a career paths, they're like able to lift up houses and stuff. <laughs> I think it was weird that they introduced it through the kids of the city, so they're like, you know, hey, what's going on? What's your mm-hmm. story? And she's like singing this song, trying to avoid the fact that like, oh, actually, I'm just a loser like you kids, you know? I don't I don't have anything going on for me because I don't have these powers, so uh, I'm just as stupid as you are. It, it just seemed a little <laughs> bit weird. I'm just a fucking <laughs> I like you're loser. You're realizing a little bit. She, <laughs> she's, like, talking up her family, and she's like, this woman's amazing, blah, blah, blah. I also like, like, how quick the lyrics get at the end of that song. I thought that was fun. I think but, that's uh, one of the Miranda. She's, she's Miranda trying to be humble. Isms. She's not yeah. even, she's avoiding even talking about herself. Um, but your reading is very interesting. <laughs> I like, think I read maybe it. if I, I had the subtitles on, it's like you guys are fucking losers. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, just like me. Part. You you have to turn it up, like turn the volume up to seventy, and then uh, you'll hear that part. <laughs> you also have to put the did, you have to put the Disney sound track. on the uh, the real track instead of yeah, the English track. Yeah, I put it on the fucking real track. Dude. Yeah, it says real track, and there's like quotes. Like, yeah, uh-huh. huh? what the. Um, well, good. I'm glad you, I, I, I liked the songs. I thought like, I knew it was, I learned it was Lynn manuel you know, like midway through or whatever. And I think some songs work better for me than mm-hmm. others, but, um, thought it was pretty enjoyable. And I think it's like a nice fun setting. I like the family and like mm-hmm. the characters. I like how, uh, how buff is it Louisa or is that her yeah. uh, sister that can hear her very well? Um, oh, that's Dolores. Dolores. Yeah, yeah. Louisa, like I liked her song and I like, cause that's also like a very different it's it's very Lin Manuel Miranda y, but it's also mm-hmm. very different than most Disney songs. So I was kind of like excited about that, where I was like, "Oh, okay, I've never heard one quite like this." So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think it's got its its stuff. I think just yeah, 
there are some things where like D- Disney seems to repeat themselves uh, in some ways. And it seems like they, like, I think I had the same criticism where like not every Asian movie made by Disney has to have Aquafina in it. The same sure, way, like, yeah. you know, not every single movie with the song in it has to have Lin-Manuel Miranda doing this, the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. That is kind of funny. If they're like, we're making a movie. It's like, is it going to have songs? Like, yeah, it's like, fuck, we got a cult. And like, yeah, <laughs> he's like walking through the door already. He's like, guys, I've, he's got like his little like recording trunk with him. Because I feel like, I mean, I feel like there's plenty of other, you know, po- their popular hits that haven't been just him. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Andrew, did Bruno remind you of Steve Gaston at all? Huh. A it little did, bit. It, it a didn't little mean, bit. The, his ability it, to control rats, I felt yeah. like that's kind of spot on. <laughs> I think it was like the hair and the poncho. I yeah, I think that yeah. now that you say that the hair definitely I I I see it. You could hear him just like destroying his friends at magic in the walls <laughs> of, the, of the home. <laughs> um also like just speaking on I don't like I've heard now heard the song on the radio. We don't talk about Bruno. Mm-hmm. And I I just like I think the song is fine, but the it's fact that it's my like, favorite of the songs that like it's yeah. getting like radio play. I'm just like of all the Disney songs for me to feel like th- like this is the one that's like becoming like a like a chart topper. I was just like this is I I just like did, never felt like whoa this one rocks like it's so good. I was just like this is I fine. feel like pressure is more of a song that I would expect radio play. The one with the with Louisa song where she, yeah with like the kind of mm-hmm. poppy one. I think there's I don't know, I feel like there's a couple other songs where I would. I think of before I think of that other, that Bruno one, but it, yeah. to each their own. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about some TV? Yeah. Sure. Great. Let's do that then. Here it comes. The TV show theme. Do, 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 do. TV shows we've seen. <laughs> we've seen. Robert, what TV have we seen? I think the only uh, genuine TV is, uh, and I thought it was 10 episodes. Apparently they knocked it down to nine. Which means today, Uh-oh. just prior to this record, I finished Halo. Oh, a live action journey. They knocked it down to nine, really? I think so. I looked it up, and I was like, I was like, first I was like, is this? Tell me, this is a six or eight episode thing? Because after episode one or two, I was like, I, I'm gonna hate watch this, so I'm hoping it's less episodes than. <laughs> and I looked it up, and I thought it said eight. I think if you Google it, it says eight in big, just big ass letter or number. And then I clicked, you know, how many episodes it was supposed to be, and it said was supposed to be 10, but due to like someone walking off and X, oh. Y, and Z, it's down to nine. Um, Could have fooled me. It seemed pretty anticlimactic. Was it the, fa- was it the fans that walked off watching <laughs> it? <laughs> I mean, that was after episode one, but yeah. Um, I will say without going into to- too many spoilers, even though I shouldn't, I don't, doesn't deserve to not be spoiled, but uh, Master Chief finally acts like Master Chief at one point in this. And I was, couldn't believe it. It was actually like, how you would expect where he's going on a killing spree of against the covenant and Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Kilimanjaro and using weapons in cool ways. And, uh, but there's a reason for that because the chief, the entire time has been, as I think I told you, someone dubbed him John halo yep. and not master chief is very different. Um, I think, I, I think I've said this before too. The, one of my like things that I like, cause I am still also watching the show. That like I just wish they wouldn't even have him put on the helmet because it's like the, the, he puts on the helmet for like collectively okay. like thirty seconds an episode and it's just like it it almost feels frustrating to me that he even has the helmet with him. If I didn't know that these were all filmed and ready ahead of time, I yeah. would I would guess that the writers out of spite were like they don't like that he takes the helmet off. All right, yeah. Oh, you <laughs> we're don't gonna like, make yeah. him have it off always. Yeah, 
it's insane. Like, especially since they kind of established like that's how they track you. It gives you in monitor HUD and all sorts of stuff where it feels like all of that is beneficial to have most of the time. There's or like how like if they hadn't done the convoluted thing with Cortana, like how Cortana would communicate with Chief. Would Which apparently doesn't helmet. matter. He, she can just appear. She like, can just appear wherever. Time, yeah. space, anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and also full size and whatever. Yes. Um, or 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 tiny, whatever she wants to do. She could be massive. I guess she could be planet sized if she wanted. I don't know what Snoke keeps season her two, from uh, being season two. Big, uh, season two. Um, wouldn't that be a good distraction if she could become like the size of like a temple that, that they're standing next to, and then all the Covenant were like, Oh, oh my like, that god! Would be good. Yeah, they all anyway. speak English suddenly. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! Uh, it's also weird that like. The grunts are like as big as the Spartans. At yeah, least when I did, showed them yeah. in the recent episode. I was like, "What the hell?" And um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Kai, in like two mm. episodes in a row, has her helmet off because everyone has her helmet off, yeah. and like gets hit in the head and like injured, and it's like, Ugh! and it's like, yeah, maybe if you kept your fucking helmets on. Also, Ow, I do that feel like hurts. <laughs> I feel like I wish their armors were like had like colored accents or something a little bit more because I feel like then it would be easier to different differentiate them a little bit because yeah. they're all pretty just like dark armor. But then you have to get if you get the battle pass, uh Robert. Yes, oh, that's what I, yes. The, and they accents. yeah, the actors when they signed on were like, we have to buy a DLC to for the costume department. And they're like, yeah. The fans have to raise enough funds to buy the actors new suits so they can wear them on the show. Yeah. This is ingenious. Uh it's just like annoying. I feel like there's just like I said before, I, I feel like there's actually a pretty straightforward, fun story to be told in that first Halo game and even even adapting it and changing it to have, yes, you suddenly jump off world and you're meeting the characters on the ship more or blah, blah, blah. But like it was too, it's too much human politics. It's and, yeah. yeah. It's like in Godzilla when you're just like, I just want to see fucking Godzilla fuck shit up. And then this is like, I just want to see Master Chief, like Master Chief and around. And oh it's so much not that. Uh, I don't know what I, they I, they claim that they already have like a second or third season in the works. It's one of those shows that was like greenlit before the episode mm-hmm. first episode dropped. They did name check that like all your favorites are coming back, including you know Quan. It's like no, please <laughs> God. And I don't nothing against the actress. It's just like the character's not interesting. Character. Yeah, it's just like the worst parts of the show is when she's on her home planet like dealing with the local gang. It's just like, Ugh. I don't care. And I was even like expecting like, okay, there's going to be some connection. Like they find that a third relic or there's some connection to Master Chief where this is going to pay off in some way. No, it's that they no think it's that they think they did such a good job of making you care about Quan when she was with Master Chief that when she goes and does her own separate thing that you're going to be as invested in this character as you are in the like the the main character from this video game franchise that you have played you know some number of games about yeah anyhow uh you will see andrew since you're still taking that journey yourself uh how it all wraps up Ooh, i can't wait i can't wait what about did you max did you uh I, just, oh. I was just thinking before this that like because you're talking about kind of the microtransaction BS that they could be doing with this stuff where you unlock the ability to see like different. What do you think fans should master chief have his helmet on next episode? People are like donating, donating. Um, Less talking, less talking. There was a movie that came out in both German and English and they used like the, um, 
uh, deep fake technology to like change the mouth movement. Mm -hmm. So it looked natural in whatever uh, language you were watching it in. Oh, interesting. Like they, they both dubbed it and uh, did the like change the mouth movement. Huh. I thought, what if, what if they start doing that BS with like, if you unlock the premium tier, you get to see different things. Like, <laughs> do you want to see, size. do you want to see Master Chief's hog? Yes, 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 yes. Donate, 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 donate. That's another thing in the show. It's like they've got the warthogs, which like okay, kind of an iconic Halo ship. I'm glad they saw. They got the pelicans. That like all the other cars are like so bad looking, and I was like, this is how far technology has come. They just look like shit. They're Tesla. Wasn't one of them like a straight up just a truck? At least in the first episode, or that? Yeah, I think so. Or like, there's like there's one that the the slimy bad guy is driving to find Quan in, and it's just like this lame looking car, and I was like. What even is that? I don't know. Anyway, it was a it was a it was a Honda Civic. It was like a and they like show like shots of the like tag of the car. Those things will never die. Yeah, that's and that's a that's a commercial for the car. This this show takes place in like twenty nine something, and this car's still yeah. out there. It's also uh, a commercial for Cobra Kai season four. Nice, <laughs> nice. Honda Civic never die. Um, <laughs> so I watched some more. I love Lucy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's weird that they, they have the pilot episode in the DVD thing that, that we had, the pilot episode, and then they have, like, another episode that, like, is exactly the same as the pilot, but, like, done on a different set, essentially, but all the jokes are the same, so it's, like, really weird watching it again. So they'd really have, like, a dry one run, and then they did, like, an official one with the same yeah, script and like, stuff? Yeah, they switched, like, a couple characters, but they're saying the same thing and everything. Uh, it was weird watching it twice. Um, I also watched Queer Eye Germany, and uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that one, but I recommend it. I, it at first, I thought it's going to be really weird getting another group uh, of Fab Fivers together, but uh, I think they got a lot of good, good folks who are good at their job, who are very um, cool and nice, and you know, helpful and touching and and. It, yeah, it hits the same notes as the original one. And um, yeah, it's weird. And there's one guy who looks kind of like Jared Leto, Leto Joker and seems like uh, it, it's funny seeing him. He's the guy who does hair and, and makeup and stuff. And interesting. He looks like Jared him. Leto's Joker and he's the one in charge of hair and makeup. It's not exactly. And like full on, just like face tattoos i think there's a cat on his on his neck and stuff and um daddy's little monster on his <laughs> yeah, chest exactly. damaged on ha, the forehead ha, ha, ha. uh <laughs> he's got like long long nails and stuff i don't know just every once in a while and like mannerisms quite a bit like it there's a but, scene where like they're introducing the characters and his his like intro videos him like surrounded on the ground with a bunch of guns <laughs> no no hair dryers <laughs> and stuff <laughs> 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 baby dolls with pristine hair uh but like robert's everything okay over there yeah sorry i heard i heard noises but i think i think i thought it was mac but jamie's home and i just was i was concerned that he was screwing around sure but it was just my wife <laughs> uh yeah so I, I recommend you watch it i also watch slow horses which is another british spy thing that has gary oldman is like the leader of this group called slough house that um is like the rejects of mi5 the people who have, who have 
messed up in their career and are kind of like uh, put in Slough House as a punishment to like kind of just uh, age and die essentially, like they just to, to like get rid of them. Yeah. Uh, All right. They're, they're still part of the group, but but not. And but then they like um, get caught up in this whole thing that's going on, and uh, it's pretty fun. It's like action packed, a lot of running scenes, um, and and pretty cool. And Gary Oldman does the a pretty funny like British character who farts a lot and is rude, <laughs> and uh, but he's got a heart of gold deep down somewhere beneath his uh, rough exterior, beneath his and above fart- his farts. Yeah, right below that farting ass. <laughs> right. Right above and below that farting ass. Yeah, it he hovers. A heart of gold. It hovers. It hovers. All right, that's all I've seen. Uh, actually, slow like uh, slow horses was the reason I watched Operation Mincemeat, and and definitely just like. Watched... But it sounds like Operation Mincemeat is more of the slow horse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sounds like slow uh, horse is pretty quick. Uh, Max watching it might be more of a slow horse than anything else. Because <laughs> you only got halfway through it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant because I was hung like a slow horse. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> wow. That's Here we go I'm with about. your weird interpretations yeah. again. Whoa, were you guys talking about my huge unit again? I um, could have sworn. I watched the first two episodes of the new Star Trek series, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Oh, um, yeah. I forgot that was coming out already. Yeah. It's good. I like it. Uh, Anson Mount plays Christopher Pike and Boyd. Does that man fill out that captain shirt? He looks hunky as fuck in this show. I was like, "Damn, dude looks good." Damn, and wait, this is and is he horse. in? Does he have like the scarred face? And he's in like the moving chair from like the the two parter episode way back in the day. No, oh, no, my. Dude. But that'll probably be the end of the series, right? Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And you'd be like, "Ooh, look how he fills out that weird chair that you know lets him speak telepathically." Yeah. I was think it Captain Pike, Chris Hemsworth, at some point. Uh, no, Chris yes. Hemsworth. Er, was, no, Chris Hemsworth was um, Papa Kirk. Oh, sorry, yes. Movie. Oh, yeah. And I think it's Bruce Greenwood that's um, that's Pike in the movies. Yeah, that sounds right. Ah, Greenwood. That's right up the street from me. Yeah. So just go find Bruce on that street, and uh, you'll know who that is. Um, yeah, it's really good. I think for people who didn't like season two of Picard. Um, in and certain seasons or episodes of Discovery, because Discovery kind of can get bogged down in like, like this feels like new Trek appeasing old Trek fans because it's like it's a lot more like planet exploration. It's meeting new aliens. It's doing like the stuff that people are like, I want Trek to do this, and like I like I like that it's doing that with like kind of a newer spin on you know like it's not it doesn't feel like it's just going back to old stuff but it kind of feels like a nice homage to that stuff with the newer kind of trek feel to it so and it is like that in the timeline that is wouldn't supposed to be right it's still earlier it's like we haven't established the borg and all that shit like it's still very yeah it's between it's between enterprise and star trek the original series so it's got it um, but it is like because also because discovery kind of jumps around between uh, timelines. It's also post discovery for 
certain seasons of Discovery. So yeah, it's uh, huh? Yeah, dude, you just got you just got to open your mind up, man, and just you just got piped. Happen. You, yeah, you got to get piped. Do they have returning alien species? Yeah, um, the, li- the lizard guy that just was like, like swings. They did do what was that? They did. I think that was probably from Discovery. They had the the Gorn in it. Okay, that's cool. For a brief moment. No, that was Enterprise. They didn't look good. The CGI was really bad. Mm. Um, they use CGI. What the? F- what the? F- yeah, and like it's because it's like well, Enterprise was like in two thousand and four or something. So like the the CGI is pretty like now looks rough, and I think they were just like this will look better than the costume, and it's like. Mm. I don't think so, guys, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, like, I would be interested if, if either of you, I think the first episode's on YouTube, um, if you're oh, uh, through cool. with being on Paramount, but, um, yeah, it's on Paramount Plus. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Looking forward to a new episode that just came out today, so I'll watch it later. Uh, anyways, let's move on to the movie that we are discussing today a movie starring uh, tom holland and mark Wahlberg. it is uncharted uncharted reuben fleischer's uncharted starring tom holland and mark Wahlberg, and the actress who plays gaia in the hundred um, Uncharted, based on the video game, the PlayStation series, about Nathan Drake, a treasure hunter adventurer. Um, before we get into mass stuff, mass murder, he kills a lot of people. In mass those murder. <laughs> um, before we get into plot stuff, would you guys recommend people? It's now available for rent. It is not currently streaming for free anywhere, at least through a subscription. So you have to rent it or buy it. Would you recommend people rent or buy Uncharted? I think it's like a cheap rental, and it's uh, we'll get into it. But I thought it was fun enough, and I, folks might have a good time with it. Not sure that it fares super well in the uh, the grand scheme of video game adaptations. But then again, the bar is pretty low. I was so, going to uh, say actually that might prove to be uh, not true because so many <laughs> video game adaptations are horrible yeah. that like it may be being middle of the road might actually fare well for the best yeah okay actually you're right um but yes i would give it a i would give it a a, a, a lukewarm recommendation max what about you yeah i think i'm in the same zone i think there are some fun things to like about it uh i think if you go in with low expectations you might enjoy it or some of it um i don't i don't know if it, it depends on how much you want to be renting something you yeah know, like yeah uh but I, I think it could be worth your time if it's up your alley. Mm-hmm. If it looked interesting to you when you watched the trailer, then yeah, go ahead, put five bucks down on it mm-hmm. or, or wait. Yeah. <laughs> I would recommend waiting. I think like I have a hard time telling anybody that this would be a worthy usage of $5 like uh, mm-hmm. to rent. I like there's fun scenes in it, but I think there are too many points of the movie where I just was like, not confused, but just like, why is this taking, like, why are we uh, taking so long to get to the next destination? And like, so I I think like, if this movie had been a little more, 
like there's certain parts of the movie where like the action is like wild. You know, like the opening sequence where he's falling out of the plane and you know the scenes where they're kind of jumping around stuff. If there'd been a little more of that, I think I could give like a more tepid recommendation to like go and rent it. Um and I think like my expectations were it's not going to be very good, but I do think like Tom Holland is 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 talented enough that I think he could carry something with like a lesser script, which is kind of what I was thinking this was going to be. And I just yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think maybe it's worth the two hours, but not worth the five dollars. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. Um, I will say here's here's the the partial recommendation I will give it. If you have, like some people I know, if you think Tom Holland is a hunk, and you don't think that he's been able to show off <laughs> some, his body enough, some people I know. Yeah, uh, if you don't think he's been able to show off his body enough in the Spider-Man movies. This is the movie for you because he wears many tight shirts and they are often wet or he's just shirtless <laughs> big portions that, of this yeah. movie. That, and uh, he's a uh, uh, what is it the pull-up scene? Yes. Yes, he's a uh, he's he's pretty he's pretty toned, my man. Tom Holland. He's got to lift all those bottles all the time, so he's a pretty buff bartender. How old is Tom Holland? That's a great question. That's also a good point. He plays a high schooler in the Spider-Man movie, so he should not be shirtless in those. Um but let's it's, it's weird uh because his age is kind of unclear in this one too but uh it seems like he's supposed to be much older than you know just entering college like right. he was in uh the last five he's 20 movie, he's which 25 same year he's 25, 25 currently okay he'll be 26 in just a matter of days so happy birthday tom holland coming happy up birthday, wow. tom holland yeah it's worth the five dollars go see it yeah for tom holland's birthday give just Pay the five dollars. It's his fucking birthday. What a nice gift. Well, yeah. Think about how happy he's gonna be, knowing yeah. that yeah. Uncharted is the number one movie in the world thanks he to w- the Gentleman Overlord's bump that the movie's <laughs> gonna get. Tom Holland. He wakes up in his big race car bed. <laughs> Next to uh, Zendaya. Butler. Yeah. Butler. Can you bring me the receipts for the Uncharted rentals, sir? It's a miracle for your birthday. Your fans have found together, and they've all watched it. It's a miracle. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I have to make Uncharted. I'm gonna go make my other three Spider-Man movies, (laughs) sir. They haven't started filming yet. (laughs) Um. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Biggest fucking piece of shit in the movie to me. No mustache on my Sully. I know what a fucking travesty, and coming from Robert, that means a lot. He's a, it he's really a big does. mustache. Well, well, I'm... well, well. Wait till the end of the movie. Well, I don't. Well, what? Who's to say I even watched to the end? Might have been so fucking mad, <laughs> blinded by rage. Uh, yes, I have taken on that mustaches are mine, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm offended if they're left out. Wow. Um, or added unnecessarily, like the Justice League movie stuff. Uh, uh, I I think there was also a lot more to critique about Mark Wahlberg's portrayal of Sully than just the mustache. Missing. He just wasn't like he wasn't invoking the character to me, well, which is a silly thing to say. But like that guy has like a certain vibe in the games. I just didn't feel like he was doing that. I, I don't th- I don't like find Mark Wahlberg to be always the most charismatic actor, anyways. But there are movies where he you can see why he's a movie star, and like he just brings like a he does have like a certain flair that he brings to certain roles. And not this one. Not this one. It was so weird because it's like this is like 
like he there are chunks of the movie where he's just gone for like 20 minutes of the movie and you're just Mm -hmm. like i don't miss him like you know because like Mm -hmm. it's it's tom holland with uh you know another actress or tom holland by himself and you're just like oh right tom holland fucking rocks and like even though like this is not i wouldn't i think he's even said that this is not one of his best performances like the one thing you can say about tom holland is he's usually too honest about what's happening in his career (laughs) and so like I think he was pretty like not jazzed about how he did in this movie. Mm-hmm. And even then I think he was uh, I think he's obviously like the best part of the movie. But um, Yeah, that's kind of a weird self-criticism because I don't think he was like bad at all. I also think like he's playing like a younger Nathan Drake arguably like when you catch up with him in the initial games, he definitely reads as like 40 or 30 something. Uh, yeah, in his 30s, yeah, at least I would say. Um, it feels like he'd lived a lot more and this and this one was which is like fine if you're trying to do the origin or or like they said hey we want you for this movie and there's sure to be a you know a whole franchise out of it so we want you to be able to age into the role but i don't know i think i'm always going to be kind of mad that we never got the uh, nathan fillion nathan fillion one because that fan film is like so fun mm-hmm. and it's yeah. the exact kind of vibe um also i mean they had nolan north in this movie they did they did giving like the the biggest performance of anyone in it as the guy in the beach <laughs> i so I also don't th- i don't think oh sorry go ahead andrew i was gonna say i'm not i'm not as familiar with the uncharted games um because i've only played bits and pieces of of a, of a couple of them but like as soon as that like he's on the beach when they walk up out of the water and he gives such a huge line that i was like who is this like this has to be mm-hmm. somebody linked up with the games or something. And so when I looked it up and it was like, yes, that's the guy who plays Nathan Drake in the games. I was like, okay, that makes sense to kind of give him such a like standout. What, what even, what was the thing? Cause they literally like turn around and are like, what was that about? Or well, whatever. he says he like, they're walking out of the water and he says, Whoa, Whoa, what happened to the two of you? Like he gives like a big, he's like chewing the scenery. What happened to the two of you? And, the, and Tom Holland just goes like, uh, you know, we fell out of a car that fell out of a plane into the water, and you know, he goes, "Oh, you're right." And he says, like, like, "Hey, it's happened to me a couple times too, kid." Yeah, and they're like, "Huh? It has?" And he's like, "Yeah, in the video game," and they were like, they <laughs> "Rushed past him." Also, like that didn't happen in the video games, I don't think. So it did. It did. I mean, uh, he did. He was like hanging out the back of a cargo thing. I I watched like a, a video in that which game? Uh, the second one, I think, or the third. Oh, maybe okay, because I haven't gotten all the way to the third, so maybe that's okay. maybe I'm missing that. I think it is the third one. Yeah, it's like yeah, it starts in it, but it's the yeah same thing. He's hanging out the like the. That's one thing I do like about this movie is they do have some callbacks, um, and I think that's the place where it succeeds the most is mm-hmm. when it is closest to the game. Yeah, and maybe maybe that's biased. Maybe that's where I'm like, oh, I like the game, so I like this. But also, I feel like that's where most most of the life was i agree I with that. like as somebody who does not have a, a ton of attachment to the games at all i think when this movie felt like it was emulating a video game is when this movie was the most fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah and i think that i think tom holland did a good job but i think he was also limited by like the role that they gave him as the like young up-and-comer uh learning from sully rather than like being his own person it kind of like uh handcuffed him i think chloe did a good job in this one Mm -hmm. i thought there were a like maybe a total of 10 seconds where mark Wahlberg actually felt uh, a bit like charismatic sully yeah 
Um, and like to you know, fair or not, because Tom Holland just very recently portrayed a like mentor mentee relationship with like a father figure actor with Robert Downey Jr., which was, I mean, much more believable than this. I think having, you know, like, fair or not, like, regardless of, like, you know, there are people who will watch Uncharted who have never seen the Spider-Man movies and don't care, so they don't have that to compare it to, but, like, people like us who have seen Uncharted and the Marvel movies, like, it's hard not to compare him having this sort of already, like, a... I want to impress you. You are the, you know, the senior to my junior in this aspect kind of relationship that he is like trying to have with Mark Wahlberg, who seems genuinely disinterested in having <laughs> any sort of like, mm-hmm. a, you know, whatever versus Robert Downey Jr. Who like their chemistry was just, it jumped off the screen versus these two people who look like they could have filmed these two scenes on separate days from each other. Like it just, they had no, you know what, now that you mention it and I, I feel like I haven't seen Downey do a lot since his Marvel stuff, but like if he was just willing to have, you know, put some gray in his hair I feel, and just do the mustache, I feel like he could have been a decent Sully, but just play it a lot more. Like maybe it just would be too much with him and Holland yeah, like that again. But I'm just saying that like, I could see him doing like, the kind of laid back version and like Sully is supposed to be like he can shoot the bad guys but he's not like climbing up you know a, a million feet up you know statues and crap like that so I feel like he could have been a little bit more in the background and still been mentor like I don't know hey maybe that's in the multiverse we got that movie instead that's right and Tom Cruise was Iron Man the whole time um I liked some of the like kind of like treasury puzzly stuff mm-hmm. one thing I will say and you know it's just the way things shake out sometimes but i feel like the initial trailers had some of the swashbuckling and some of the adventure stuff but i feel like the last trailers that they came out with that i think i probably saw because they were like in front of something i couldn't miss like it was like a movie or something Mm -hmm. and i was in the theater already is they show off like the big huge last set piece which Mm -hmm. i think is a very fun concept and crazy Mm -hmm. and i kind of wish like i didn't see like what that was all going to be when it before it happened so you know, it couldn't be helped to a degree, but I was like, it would have been pretty cool to see like these two giant ships get pulled up into the air and swung along and not known it. But, also, yeah. I would like to say that uh, considering all that's going on in the news right now, uh, maybe don't drop Captain Jack Sparrow. They should have bleeped that out. Ooh, that's right. You know, like, hey, Captain. No, I think they should have. Yeah, they should have linked bleep, like, with bleep. a QR code to like a, a expose about the real uh, details of the. What's the going on with the, the trial? <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Such an insane campaign. Anyway, I, yeah, um, yeah. I, the other thing, and I think they're pretty close in age. You, you already said Tom Holland is 26 in a few days. Yeah. But I feel like Chloe like looked a bit older to the point where I wasn't sure if they were going to be kind of set up as love interests. I don't think she's much older, but I just feel like it seemed more like someone that that Wahlberg had known for a long time. So I think I kind of like aged her in my head a little bit. And I didn't assume that automatically that there would be any sort of like connection with her and Tom. So yeah, the Wikipedia hmm. doesn't list her age, but she did start. She made her her television debut in two thousand three. Oh wow, least. she's really young. Yeah, <laughs> she that was her debut was as a one, baby, right? as a baby. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, but I but I thought she did a good job, and I liked mm-hmm. some of the like <laughs> I like that. There's a scene where it's like they're drowning 
or what, what's the deal? Like they have to get that piece into behind the bar into that like little slot to like open up like the chamber. Yeah. But like the whole time I think, I think that's also when like the water is filling up below and they're trying to get out. And it's so funny how much is happening behind the bar and like no one is like doing anything or like reacting. It's like they're having like a secret fight behind the bar in the middle of this party, which I thought was very funny. Well, there's a lot. I mean, like it's that's club culture, dude. Like you pay attention to yourself and your friends and what the time you're having and like do not let someone else's like buzzkill like behavior ruin your night. It's true. I also um, thought it was funny they were doing their dungeon exploring and they like they have to go here before they go there before they go to this next spot. But then like the next spot, if they had known where it was in the first place, it was they just could a have club to like super easy. Like, yeah, yeah, it was just a club. Yeah, they could have gotten. Uh, and then like even after that, I think they go to this other room and they're like, oh, my gosh, we're here and you're stuck up there. But it's just like by a grate. Yeah. All you needed was like a jackhammer and you would have been in that like treasure room right off the bat. Like it, somebody from the street could have just like looked down and been like, "What is that like ancient ruin like right yeah. below the street here?" That like yeah, it just it, so, someone who worked for the sewers or something like that. It's <laughs> like, what's this great lead to? This is this is not right. Um, yeah, so th- I I guess like we've sort of bounced around. Are there like favorite set pieces robert i know you kind of talked about like the pirate ship thing at the that end, is like but... probably my favorite just because like i loved like them like refilling the cannon there's like the thing they're setting up so much the whole movie is like he's got that lighter that his brother gave him that oh can i like... make a comment about the lighter oh sure i wish there had not been a scene where it had worked earlier in the movie i wish the first exactly. time it worked was when he used it on the cannon 100 percent. that should have that's the way you're you're supposed to pay it off Although it just, it seemed like it was just a thing of like, do you have gas in it? Like you just need to just put gas in it. Like, yeah. It'll probably work. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm like, when that happened, I was like, what was the point of it? Like working suddenly in the middle of the movie when he like lights that, that torch. Maybe just to show that it like, it doesn't work all the time, but it could, but it's just more, it's just a more fun payoff of like when he really needs it to light the yeah. cannon, it does. I, so yeah, I agree. I, that was a weird decision to me, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's my favorite, like, shooting the cannon at the helicopter. Like, yeah. That's just, like, such a fun visual. And, like, also just, like, like jumping from, like, boarding another ship in the sky. Because there's, like, video games like that. Like, I, I think it's Sky Buccaneers or whatever where you can do that. Like, throw a hook and jump off of your airship to another. And I just made me think of that. And I was like, this is fun as hell. Like, this would be, yeah. if you were playing this video game, you would love it. Because yeah. it's just, like, so over the top. Um, that, That's probably mine. I don't know about you guys, but. Mine was Tom Holland doing the pull-ups. Mm. yeah for sure for sure best set piece no uh i really liked when uh he finally got the henley and the uh the gun holsters and was looking like a real nate drake yeah uh that happened on the pirate ship so so, like they knew when to do it i suppose i think my favorite scene is when he's walking up to the pirate ship out of the water and like the henley is so tight on him and like you just see his like six pack i was just like man Put in the work, young man. It's it's good. It looks good on you. I I like the uh, the globe trotting uh, adventuring. Also, it's not necessarily like a single set piece, but I do like the Indiana Jones vibes where they yeah, one hundred percent. You have these like silly little crosses that have to go together sometimes, and like oh, but they can also be a compass, and you know it could be all these things. Um, but uh, they they even put in when they're flying in airplanes, they put in like 
the dotted line to go from one place to the other yeah right so like cl- clearly a callback to the movie that inspired the game that inspired the movie yeah they should um, they should have had uh Harrison Ford just like lifelessly hey the adventure's yours kid at some point in the he movie, should have been on the beach too like yeah. I did yeah. that once too <laughs> huh uh, me too what I was on a plane that crashed, ended up in India, found the Shankara stones. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's like the scene's fading out. Him and uh, the guy who played yeah. Nathan Drake in the games are talking to each other. You're just like, get away from these old men. <laughs> I want Harrison Ford to be buried up to his neck in, in the sand. And not, not as like a punishment, but just uh, as like... Okay, Andrew, edit fun. point, Andrew. We need to cut, cut this yeah. direct threat. Well, we're no longer talking about the movie, I guess. Just uh, Max's weird Max, revenge. We are, Max, we are recording. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to get it out there. The guy who played Han Solo, I fucking hate him. <laughs> <laughs> he played Han Solo. He played Indiana Jones. He's a true hero, but I fucking hate him and yeah. want him to die. No, I, I, I thought there were. This is the thing. There's a lot of fun things to like about this movie, mm-hmm. but uh, I even liked uh, Antonio Banderas a little bit. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna ask, what did you guys think about that little switcheroo? I was genuinely surprised and like was even more surprised that like 15 minutes later it wasn't like a fake out yeah like Next about we like talk- yeah like 20 minutes about, before of course the double cross yeah like 20 minutes before the end of the movie or maybe even like 30 minutes before the end of the movie antonio yeah. banderas gets his throat cut and it's just like oh he's yeah. he's dead like it was yeah. just like i that thought was surprising yeah i thought especially sure- since you just uh, you assume an actor of that caliber is like you're not shocked that they're in the movie, but you do assume they're going to have like a meaty role because right. they signed on and they're getting paid. And you, yeah, you think he would either pop up back at the end or yeah, it was a fake out. Um, but no, that he was just iced by the, uh, the mercenary woman. Uh, Braddock. I, I was like, this it was the second time I was confused because the first time <clears throat> he kills his father in, in the same way. Essentially mm-hmm. he has her kill uh, his father in order to get his money. But his father just announced to every single person, like he, he in an article that he was going to donate money somewhere else. Uh-huh. And then he kills them and just ends up with the money. And I was like, you know, I'm pretty sure before he made that announcement, he probably would have, you know, worked it out that it wasn't going to his son. It was going to go, you know, to charity. Maybe, or maybe yeah. he just assumed his son wouldn't have the balls to kill yeah, him. Yeah, but... and, so, and so I kind of was like, okay, I can let this go. Maybe it was an old will that he had already written. Maybe, you know, the inheritance goes to him. But then she kills her boss, and she, and she's like, okay, with his money, we can do I was like, what? How the fuck did you get his money? You right. just killed the man. Like, you're, you're a hired hand for him at this point. Did, yeah. It's not going directly to you. That's not how this works. As a, he was just like, you know what? There's absolutely no way she's going to betray me as a as a laugh to me. I will put her in my will <laughs> to get the money if I die, which I am not going to because, look, at me. I'm Antonio Banderas. There's no way she's going to double cross me. So, yeah, also, okay, I'll put you on the will. Okay, okay. <laughs> also, like, you know, they don't have to prove that this person, like, when they go to say this person died and you know the of natural causes and it's just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah uh, there's, there's this uh slit throat like uh 
obviously clearly and then uh, i think it's it's i'm I'm curious what who the money goes to now now that uh she's she i'm sure also had like a contingency in her will of like okay sure this money will go to charity if like a fucking pirate ship falls (laughs) on me in the middle of the water (laughs) yeah right (laughs) i mean if it follows the trajectory it's just the person who uh kills you her her death Yeah. yeah that's that's how you get money is to kill someone it's very video gamey in that way, right? Yeah. Like coin, coins just fall out of just fall out. Yeah, die. just all the gold stuff just per- bursts out, and that's where they got it at the end when he's handing him all the gold pieces. He's like, "Look at this, yeah. and look at this." Just been killing all these people. So, like, I know that the games have what's called a ludo narrative di- dissonance, which is like uh, the story says that he's a really nice guy and that he's like just doing this treasure hunting stuff, but then you end up killing hundreds and hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I felt it more. Maybe because it's not a video game, it's a movie. But the the number of people that he killed in this movie, I thought was pretty high. And like the carelessness that he just like tossed people uh, over the side of the boat. Oh, that yeah. was like And like into rocks, clearly. Like there's no question. Oh, like, yeah, they, they fell like 100 feet down. But it, maybe if they like hit the water at the right angle, like this is rock. Maybe and this is like guns and this is broken necks. And this is like they did a lot that. of killing. You don't know that. I mean, like I, he, I feel, they could have yeah, they could have landed perfect dives right into the water and just like mm-hmm. swam to safety. What I'm saying is, it's not always water. You can't like land a perfect dive into a rock. Uh oh. There was very cushy ferns upon those rocks. I believe. <laughs> I did. Well, I mean. I see where you're coming from because I feel like a lot of it is like it's self-defense. It's not even like he's walking up and snapping the necks of everyone, like instead of stealthing behind them. It's like people are actively shooting at him, so he attacks them too. I did think that like at the very end when he's just sending like letters to all of their loved ones and saying like, I left them on the rocks in the Philippines. You'll never get their bodies back. (laughs) And and they're like, and like Nathan Drake rocks. (laughs) (laughs) Selfies of himself. That, now that. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's a it's the the postcard is the wish you were here postcards, but it's their like dead relative like strewn about on the <laughs> wish this was you. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> oh Jesus. Nathan Drake, man, he's dark. You know, I think you know I I, I like the movie overall. I think we need a dark gritty reboot of that's <laughs> right. Here, here we go. Finally. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, I could see Robert Pattinson as Nathan Drake. Yeah, here we go. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's the casting I want. And same amount of wet t-shirts on Robert Pattinson too. <laughs> yeah. Um, um yeah, they very solidly set up that there is there is not even a question. There will be a sequel to this based on what is filmed and and presented in this movie. It's like not even like, hey, if we get a sequel, this will be fun. They are presenting this like we're getting a fucking sequel. And like, if, here's what's going to happen in it. If they lean into chloe and and uh nathan drake and nathan drake being more sure of himself uh i think it could be very good i think they should also i mean it'd be tough but now that uh mark Wahlberg has grown a mustache for the role recast uh sully around the mustache so now that he has a mustache you just get a different actor who has a mustache sam elliott sam elliott i don't think i don't think he's been problematic at all recently so it should be okay <laughs> How about Henry Cavill? We know he can do a mustache. See, I think Henry Cavill would be more fun than Mark Wahlberg. I don't know. I think he's too young, but I feel I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I don't think he would fit the role, but like I also, I I mean, like a lot of people were saying that about Geralt and he's like fucking amazing. Yeah. I mean, like the, the, the hard thing is like the recast for me, like I, I, I think people have, have like 
dreamcasted him as Sully for since the first game came out, but and he's probably too old to do it. But like Bruce Campbell would be the right, mm-hmm. the right energy for for a, a character like that. And like, they, what they should really do is just bring back Mark Wahlberg, but dub him over with the original actor <laughs> who did Sully. <laughs> I honestly think that could work. <laughs> And just like a, a like a text like screen comes up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what system I was playing Uncharted uh, on. <laughs> PlayStation One, yeah. Yeah. Uncharted for the N sixty four, I think. Um, and so we already mentioned that yes, the the mustache appears in a post credit scene, but we also get the tease that Nathan Drake's brother is still out there He's rotting alive. in jail. He's alive. And yeah. I know that comes into play in the third game more correct no fourth game fourth game fourth, fourth game. game is when they introduce that character entirely like weird time to introduce that character in like the final in the final game yeah. yeah but uh excited to get to that point yeah. um but yeah i mean i they're yeah they're clearly and also i don't feel like that and is an egregious cliffhanger they established that his brother was gone and yeah the photograph or the postcards that ended up being keys that he needed so I think that's a fine thing to sort of tease at what didn't feel uh, un, un, uh, earned. So Yeah. It didn't feel uncharted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, would you guys be excited for a sequel? I think they could stand. Yeah, I would, I would watch a sequel. I think they could stand to like, I think about some of the really cool set pieces and how much time they spend in tombs and jungles in these kind of cool locales. They, they do spend times in like, you know, marketplaces and like cities too. But I don't know. I would... I would love a little bit more of like that swashbuckling element. I would yeah. love now that we've established him more the pirate start, ships. The ne- the ne- yeah, only pirate ships. He only flies pirate ships. Yeah, now, now that now that uh, Jerry Bruckheimer has said Johnny Depp will not be returning as Captain Jack Sparrow, let's capitalize. Uncharted is the new pirates movies, guys. That's right. There we go. Put him on um, a pirate ship every movie. But I would like it to be you know next movie starts they're in a cool, you know, temple or dungeon or something have a fun opening set piece, 10, 15 minutes, get into the plot of the next movie, whether it involves his brother or something else. But like, and also I feel like not like super, I guess it does get a little supernaturally with some of the uncharted stuff, but it would be fun to just, I don't know, go crazy with it. It's based on a video game and I feel like they did enough things right that they could definitely get a, get a good sequel out of this. Yeah. I think if they were to lean into, I think you're right. Like the, the parts of this movie that are fun and feel video gamey, if the sequel were to lean a little more into that, I think the second movie could be really fun because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there are fun parts uh, to the movie. Like I, yeah. like I, I kind of said I, I didn't think it was worth the five dollars, but the parts where this movie is fun, I do think work. Like there are parts of this movie that work really well. It's just it's not enough of the movie for me to be like, yes, see it. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Sorry, you were saying something. Oh no, I I was just gonna mention again that I I like the cold open like they, they had too was another great way to like you start off. The adventure has begun already. I almost thought we were going to get like a very old, you know, like, hey, I'm Nathan Drake. This is pretty crazy, but but you want to know how I got here? And it's like they do something like that almost. I was like anticipating that, but instead just went to 15 years earlier. Mm -hmm. And that was another thing, too. The kid, Nathan Drake, to Tom Holland. Holland, That like transition shot is really good. Yeah. I thought it looked really cool. They got a good kid who looks like Tom Holland. And and whatever they used to like flip to the next scene like looked like pretty seamless. I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. Max, what about you? Would you be excited for a sequel? 
Yeah, if they do it right, I could be excited. I think like right now I'm tentative because I think they could also make another very middling movie, which is not as fun in a sequel. Mm -hmm. Um, But if they lean into the right things, if they have that, like if it's mainly just Chloe and Tom Holland, uh, you know, having having fun adventuring in more like that Indiana Jones feel that we wanted from Crystal Skulls and didn't get, like it would be cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, any final thoughts before we head out? No. Nope. Hey, I'm, I'm ready for the next one. Bring it on, Buccaneers. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.